0: The following presentation was recorded live by the Jewish Ethics Institute.
1: So I didn't, um, today a very practical topic, as we're gonna see it, um, but, I mean, but uh, since this week is actually the culmination of the four, at least four portions that we read relevant to the building of the tabernacle of the Mishkan, so um I figured it's a good time to, to one of the descriptions of the two main architects of the Mishkan well, the main person, his name was Bitsalo Ben Uri Ben Hur, His name is Bitsal, he was the grandson of Miriam, the great grandson of Miriam. And uh, actually the Medr says he was only thirteen when he took on this project. So I was thinking of talking about child labor but but um I figured figured a lot of his description of him of his talents was the fact that he has um, he was an amazing uh, talented person a craftsman and and there's a lot of talk about how um, you know the fact that uh, Moshe says describes it throughout the throughout the parasha describes him as uh, amazing knowledge and brilliant and talented in what he did he's the one who who created all the vessels in the temple menorah which was things that were almost impossible to make many of them were hoon out of uh, pure pure gold as, as you know so um, we talk, so they talk about a lot about the musr aspect which is the fact that a person has to realize their, their talents are God-given when they when you have talents it always should be used in the service of Hashem that's what tonight we're going to talk about uh, even smoking cigars is, is needs talent to keep it lit so you it's all town yeah
2: the was it's thir- Salil it's 13 years
1: old that's what the matter says yeah but you know 13 then was a no, mature they,
2: person 13 <laughs> is <isn't it? laughs> okay, not not like the, the 13 year olds old? now they live to be 130
1: years old anyway so one of the things that it talks about in the Pasha is this week's Pasha Pasha Day it's coming week's portion it says that he he repeats repeatedly it says it says uh, it's son of Uri son of Kor. Tribe of Judah. He made all that the Lord had commanded. Moses. He did exactly what was told him, and then it says it repeats it again at the end. It says Moses saw the entire work, and lo, and they had done it as the Lord had commanded. So, so they had done. It. Moses blessed them. So he did the job right, perfect. Yes.
2: You know, it, this, this happens all throughout the Torah, but like here, they had done it, so they had
1: done. What? Why do? We, why is that repeated? So it's a good question. I don't have my. It happens yet. a lot. You know. Yes. So usually, every every. Every time there's a repetition of a word, there's some meaning in the word in the Torah. Yeah. So here it says, it, but here it says, they It's a good question. I don't have my Sherek. Oh, sorry. I am, okay. okay. Um, but, uh, but, but part of it is it's saying that he did it exactly the way it was supposed to be done. Okay, so I want to talk about two, two cases that come up with craftsmen, dealing with craftsmen. Are you moving? So okay, okay. oh, yeah, here's
2: when
1: here. you're dealing with craftsmen, um, so there's two issues that come up. One is this happens a lot, When you give something to be done, whether it's cleaners, whether it's your refrigerator refrigerator your plumber, they might do the job, but they don't always do the job properly. Okay, so that's case number one here, which is very practical. It says, the woman brought her gown for her daughter's wedding to try cleaner. While she was there, she pointed out some stubborn spots in the delicate fabric. Standard case, the dry cleaner managed to remove the stains, but her gown's color washed out in the process. She wants the cleaner to pay for the whole gown. So how does that work as far as um, when you when you have someone doing a job for you, you're paying someone, a contractor, to do the job, but he doesn't do the job properly. That's question number one. Okay, standard case. I'm sure it's happened
2: mm-hmm. to
1: everyone in this room.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Similar, this doesn't seem like a similar case, but there's another case really a question of liability. When you hire someone, um, in this case, cleaners, are they liable for any damages that occur? to the property? Okay. So so many times if you look on the back of your cleaners, ticket, there's this fine print and it says that they carry no liability. Similar, and we'll get to how does that, how does that work. Similar question, which is, um, let's say you own a business and you have a salesman. You're selling goods, jewelry, let's say. Okay. You send the salesman out on the road and the salesman is... Is is robbed, okay? Sometimes a robbery or whatever the case is. Um, Does this ever happen to anyone? <laughs> Question is who's liable for the goods that were stolen. Meaning the, is to the owner say the salesman liable. He should have had, should have uh, looked around better. He should have better protection. He should have locked it up in the safe. Whatever the case is, mm-hmm. is that is the. Salesman liable for the stolen goods, man. Well, that's a tough one, really. Yes. Okay, you're saying yes. It's a bailment. I don't know what that means. But yeah. it,
3: well, he has, he's given these watches in lieu of uh, of selling them, he has a responsibility to take care of those to his He took care of them. He took care of them. The fact them. that he was
1: held up, well, well I think what can you've you done. Down. No, especially you. You just said you're against guns. You're against mm-hmm. guns. So the guy's not carrying gun he a gun, he could have saved it.
2: Well, his boss, who owned the jewelry, should have sent a cop along with him if the stuff was so valuable, no. which which is what a lot of jewelers do well, when so they send people or? on the road. The
4: question is, is he a contract employee or is he an independent mm-hmm. employee? Is he an employee of the company or is he independent? Mm-hmm. If he's independent, then why if, he, if I have an, my employees were covered by insurance? Mm-hmm. So they buy. They buy
1: insurance. Or you buy insurance. quick. Okay, right. well, so like uh, In but let's say you didn't. There's insurance.
4: Okay. But let's say you didn't buy. Comes. They have rules. They have to follow. What if they do not follow? Oh. Right. Mm-hmm. And then something happens. We'll talk about so that negligence. We'll talk
1: about that. Okay. So that could be negligence. But, but if they're independent.
4: I give someone a watch okay. that, that doesn't work for me to go and sell someone, and, and he gets robbed. He's yeah,
1: but, but he, well, he wasn't your salesman, he was just. He was my
4: salesman.
1: Yes, yeah, so and of course, he's taking the watch. Okay, maybe so in
2: other You're talking
1: <laughs> about your employee, your salesman, my where it's your watch. Yeah, I mean, it's. it's your watch. You're not giving employees, it to. Uh, it's, it's your, your
2: responsibility. Responsibility. Yeah. responsibility. Yeah, it's your
1: responsibility. Yeah. Um, well, sure let's, is. well, let's see in, in halacha how that works. Not, see, not so simple. Okay, so those are the second cases. Salesman working on commission sold watches. One night while he was asleep, someone breaks into his house, steals some of the watches. The owner of the watches insists that the salesman should be held liable for the theft. The salesman, on the other hand, claims he looked after the watches as he would his own. It's surely acceptable for him to go to sleep at night. What more could he have done? Okay, so those are two, two cases. So the first thing I learned as a rabbit, is, by the way, the first one is a short, sure actual case. Um, not that I had, but read about it. It was in a response. So the first thing you learn is uh, when ever judging these type of cases, there's always two sides to the story. You never listen, um, you can never rule on a case until you hear both sides of the story. That's a lesson in general. Um, whether you're a rabbi or not a rabbi, you always want to hear both sides of the story. That's number one. Never rule on a case, never jump to a conclusion on a case until you hear both sides. That's a, and, and number two is it's human nature. Um mm-hmm. You're always, but when you're telling your side of the story, you're always biased, and you're always looking at it from your perspective. So you always have to hear the other perspective. Well,
4: it depends on whether you're CYA. <laughs>
1: it's
4: covering your toes.
1: Hey, no, it's, yeah. No, even that. I'm not talking, I'm talking about as a rabbi. I'm not. Liable. people come to me, they ask me questions. So never. It's halacha, by the way. Halacha and shogunar. You can't rule on a monetary case, on a tort case, unless both. Um, defendants aren't funny because because there's always two sides to a story. So one guy's telling the story. You now it's us. It's prohibited for the rabbi to give a ruling unless he hears the other side also. It's a very important thing to know, specifically here. So um, so the cleaner's version. So this woman is claiming. Listen, she brought this gown. Her daughter's getting married. Beautiful gown. Had stains on it. She she agrees. But this guy ruined the gown. Um, he claims. So if you look at the bottom, the cleaner's version is garment wasn't ruined. He what happened was he the only it wasn't wearable with the stains in it. So he said, listen, the only way to fix it and he claims it's a normal way of the industry is to put mm-hmm. this solvent on it, which is gonna remove the stains, but it it will change the color of the gown. Okay? So it's not ruined. He's saying if anything now it's better. Before it was worthless. Couldn't mm-hmm. wear it. Mm-hmm. Now because of what I did, it's now a wearable gown. Mm-hmm. She might not like the color, it wasn't doesn't fit into her colour scheme of the wedding. Mm-hmm. But, he, and if anything, improved the gun. That's what he's claiming. He, 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 this is the normal way of, of in the cleaning industry. You're going to use strong solvents to remove a stain, so it's going to change the color of the gun. Okay, so that's these two cases. Now, let's read a little. It let's read. So, there's, so this, the Gemara, is actually taken from the Torah, from the Torah itself, way back in Parashat and We learn about the four types of uh, what's called shomer. Okay, he shomer is the Hebrew word Shomer means a watchman a Bailey is what you saying okay, so the Gemara in Babu Nitzia discusses four types of watchmen um, basically taken out of the verses in Mishpat okay, you have what's called Shomer Chinam literally Shomer again means a Bailey, a watchman Mm. Um, so Shomer Kino means unpaid guardian. That means I'm going out of town and I say, can you watch this, Watch, take care of my car? For just watch my, keep it in your driver. Okay, you're, I'm not paying you as a friend. As a neighbor, you do me a favor. So in that case, you have the most, that's obviously the least responsibility. The fact that you're not getting paid for what you're, you're, you're doing, just, you're just doing a favor. So the Gemara says he's limited responsibility. The only time you're responsible if you're negligent. That means if you Drove the car and you left it in, in, uh, in drive and got out you left it in reverse. And the car goes down the block and ends up in someone's front brick wall. So then, obviously, you're negligent. You're, you're responsible. Anything less than negligence, you have no responsibility. So any damage, if he's negligent, damage or loss to the owner's object, results he must pay compensation. But Otherwise, he's released from any financial responsibility. So it means if there's a hurricane, if uh, you know a, a, a chimpanzee comes and rips off the vinyl... Of the car whatever the case is someone else comes and hits the car there's no problem whatsoever you're exempt completely exempt from uh, well, you made it thank you thank you for rushing okay so I hope you didn't have lunch yet. I hope so you didn't have lunch I'd be upset if you ate already okay um, so again Shomer Chinam first type of Bailey is called an unpaid guardian so he has the least responsibility for any any damage that occurs to the uh, item okay then you have it's called a Shomer Sachar. that means a paid guardian so I'm paying someone so I'm not you're not my friend I and mean, even if mm-hmm. are my friend but I'm paying you to watch to watch it for me okay mm-hmm. so I say I'm leaving town can you take care of this, my car and I'll pay you I'll give you or my dog whatever the case is I'll pay you you know 150 mm-hmm. bucks. For the week to walk my dog, so in that case, so obviously the fact that you're getting paid, you're accepting more more responsibility. Okay, so um, so even if he's not negligent, so in this case, says the Gemara, even if you're not negligent, you're just looking after the, in looking after the object, he must reimburse the owner. So if he, for example, if the object gets stolen. Okay, since you're getting paid to watch it, so even if it gets stolen, listen, no fault of your own. It was guarded, it was in your house, someone broke into your house or your car and stole the object. So in that case, you're still going to have to pay since you're a paid guardian. Okay, that's category number two. Nonetheless, something unpreventable happens. So, he says he's looking after an animal, for example. The animal dies, so you leave me your dog for the week. Happens to be the dog dies while I'm watching it. Okay? A natural death. No fault. Then he doesn't pay anything. Okay? So in that situation, he doesn't pay. But um, if it's stolen, he would have to pay. That's category number two. Category number three is a Socher, someone who's renting the so like you rent the car from a car rental. So that's similar, you're getting paid. It's the same thing as, no, as B. You're liable for if it's stolen. Again, if you didn't buy the insurance, same thing, you rent the car. That's today, I think that's the same thing in American law. You didn't buy the coverage or you don't have coverage for whatever reason. So you're going to have to pay for the car Okay. if this a deductible. So even though it's no fault of your own, the car was stolen, stole you're gonna pay for coverage for the stealing so that's the same as B Four, D is what's called a show if you borrowed your, your neighbor's lawnmower okay so in that situation so that's the highest level of responsibility because that are you even your, you have to watch it because he's doing you the favor in this case in two other cases you can argue they're doing you're doing them the favor even if you're getting paid still I'm walking a dog every day so I but in this case he borrowed his lawnmower. so that's the highest level of responsibility since he benefits from the object borrowed, without the owner receiving any financial gain, he assumes responsibility for whatever happens to the object even if something completely unpreventable happens. So there's a, it's an act of God. There was a hurricane lightning and the dog was struck up by lightning. lawnmower um, was uh, struck by lightning and shorted out. still gonna have to pay in that case. case okay, so even if a borrower dies a natural death. so I, I, I you know I took your dog, whatever the case is dies a natural death, for example, the bar must pay back the owner the value of the horse. Okay, so those are the four the four categories of Baileys within Jewish law. This is very important, because every time you have a case, you need to pl- imp- apply it. How are you, sir? Okay. Take a plate. Every time you have a case, you need to apply which one of these four categories is uh, is the category that this is applicable to. Okay. So in our two cases, both our cases we mentioned, we mentioned two examples. One was the dry cleaner. Okay, that's the food. Okay, so you have the dry cleaner, um, where someone gives their stuff to dry cleaner, the dry cleaner ruins the garment. Okay, so it says, says the Gemara, a craftsman, anytime you're dealing with a crafts, um, dry cleaner, it's called a craftsman. Okay, meaning someone who's doing a something for you, whether he's an architect, he's building your a chair or a table for you. And let's say you give him wood, okay, your contractor, you buy the wood and he messes up. He's building a cabinet, he totally messes up the cabinet. You destroy, it, he ruins the wood. Okay, or he makes something as we'll see, let's say he makes not not what you wanted, It comes out different than what you wanted. Okay, so, in, so it says the Gemara, he's considered a Shomer Sacher We view mm-hmm. the the craftsman as a Shomer Sacher Okay, that means that, uh, what does that mean? That means he is going to be responsible, technically. So let's say, take the case of the dry cleaners. You gave your gar- suit students the dry cleaners, the dry cleaners ruined the suit. Okay, so on the surface, um, we'll get to that in a second. Um, so again, let's, let's take the dry cleaner case. Yeah. before we is get to your there, case. Okay. Yeah, is there ma'am?
4: an obligation? If you're a professional, say the cleaner, if they're gonna get that stain out to say to get this stain out there's a chance there's a possibility we could have to change the color of the gown. All right. So it's an obligation to give away? So hundred ter- percent. If you
1: turn to the back, um back of the page, so I copied this um I got it, I couldn't find any dry cleaning tickets in my house. It's looking through all my closets. Um, but I did find this on the internet. So this is, I think, is the standard language on the back of your dry cleaner it on the bottom. Yeah, it Says uh, Clean, which is the name of this mm-hmm. cleaner. Exercise the utmost care in processing articles. Mm-hmm. Trust us and use industry standard processes. In our opinion, our best suited to the nature and condition of each individual item. Nevertheless, we assume no liability or responsibility for inherent right. weaknesses or all defects in all materials, including but not exclusive limited to suede leather. Okay, we cannot guarantee against color loss and shrinkage, mm-hmm. or against damage to weak and tender fabrics. So no liability responsibility for damage caused to eyes due to wind. Okay, so now okay, so that's a different question. But assuming there was this exclusionary clause on your ticket, you got a ticket from them, then they have no liability. And That's the contract with them. So that's as if they told you um, they have no liability, even if they messed it up. Yes, we're talking about a case where there was the guy. There's a case in Israel. Israel doesn't have the joint don't give you tickets. Yeah.
3: Wouldn't it similar to the stadium, and the ticket in the stadium allows you certain rights, but they still have to provide a safe environment. So the cleaners wouldn't, even with the fine wouldn't they have to provide a, no. I mean, should, I'm not saying they're 100% at fault. They got the stain out. I mean, they did their job. Yeah, it just colored the garment. But so, yes, if they, they it would with inherently thinking they're not gonna mess up your clothes in okay, there? Okay, so
1: if they ruined it because of negligence, <laughs> And of course, they're liable. This, this fine print doesn't say if they're negligent, that they're not. Um, um, they're only saying they have no liability if there's inherent weaknesses or defects or if the color gets off. But if they were negligent, they made a whole, I've had this my came, picked up my white shirts, they were all yellow. Okay, there's nothing that, that was a negligence. The, the water was too hot or whatever the case was burning, which is, by the way, it's the exact taste. If you could turn to the back here, it's a Gemara, it's an it in Gemara Babakam. Um, number one if we move down to number one it says if wool was given to a dyer this is a Mishnah in from by wool was given to a dyer and the boiling vat burnt it you must pay the owner the value of his wool so there's no question in the case of negligence <coughs> there's nothing to talk about they're obligated to pay so if you brought something to the cleaners and they, and they, they were negligent it has to be there. you have to prove his negligence meaning they claim because of a defect in the, in the material, that's something else. But if it was negligence, meaning so, so they made a hole in it, it was 100 uh, percent wasn't. <coughs> you, again, I don't know if you'd have a problem maybe proving this in the court of law that the that the item wasn't defective. If there's a you know clearly they the whole thing is yellow, um, it was burnt by the iron. That's negligence. Mm-hmm. The person, they you know they put the iron there and they left it. There. That's clearly negligence. no question you have to pay halakhically, I believe even in, in American law. Again, unless they told you before they have no liability, unless it says on the ticket you have zero liability, Ten which it doesn't say. More. But...
2: Sure. Uh, what about if you were, if, if let's like, say, in the case of a dry cleaner, if you take something in for a stain, I've had this happen, and they say to you, well, you know, this, in taking this out, this may, you yeah, know, alter again, it. They then they're that. covered, right? Yeah.
1: yeah, if they stated then that you, the, you that it's <coughs> not homogenous, they're saying, we're going to do the best job possible. Our yeah. job entails it might discolor. Mm-hmm. So that's, in that situation, um, they told you your wrist. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: and then I had the choice of whether to leave it there. Right, yeah. that's your
1: choice. The problem is, in this particular case we're talking about, the guy didn't tell her that. Right, he okay. He assumed, she assumed, he, if he would have told her before, mm-hmm. listen, it might discolour your dress, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. question is, he didn't tell her that. Okay, so that question becomes, um, it's really, once you hear his side of the story, he's saying, this dress was worthless before, it was stained, it had no value, okay? So now, if you just listen to her side of the story, she to the cleaners, he ruined the dress. So that would be case number one in the Mishnah, which is negligence. It's as if, you know, he burnt it or he ruined the dress. It's it's discolored. So she can, it would be simple, closed-shut case. He has to pay her for the dress. But now once you hear his version of the story, his version is the stains, it was unwearable dress. He did whatever he can to get the stains out. The way to do that, the salvan is obviously going to make... This color, make it a different color, but still now it's a beautiful dress, it's just a different color. That's his claim. Okay? So if you look at the second part of the Mishnah here, part number two, um, on the back of the page, it says like this, in case number two in the same Mishnah, it says, if wool was given to the dyer to dye red, and, and the guy made a mistake, he dyed it black. So they ordered a red, it was plain white wool, brings it to the dyer, and those days he dyed it And she ordered red, and now the dyer dyed it black, says the Mishnah died in red instead. Red Mayor says, if the owner of the wool does not want to pay the agreed upon price for a color he didn't order, okay, it came out the wrong color, he, the dyer, pays the owner for the value of his wool before it was dyed. Okay, so the question is, meaning, how much, clearly, the person doesn't have to pay. They didn't order red dye, they ordered black, or they didn't order black, they ordered red, right? But he's saying, listen, it, it increased the value. You brought me white wool, which is worth $100, now the fact that it's dyed, it's worth $150. So who owns the extra, the extra value? Okay, that's the question. Clearly, does the the craftsman own the extra value, or does the the owner of the wool own the value, the increased value? Because now it's increased value. It might not be the job that I wanted, but it's increased value. Okay, it's the same thing. You bring me, I'm a I'm a i am i am ai build cabinets. You brought me wood. You pay. You got wood from Home Depot to the it to the craftsman to the to the wood ch- the wood uh, you know what they call. Carpenter, carpenter, right to build you cabinets, and then he builds you different cabinets than you ordered. Stained it the wrong color. Okay, so now, clearly, cabinets are worth a lot more than wood. So, who who owns the the increase in value? Is it the person, the owner of the wood, or the
3: craftsman? That's
1: So you say the craftsman. So he's sure. gaining even though he messed up. He was negligent in his job. He well, now gains that well, he has a better value. Well, so he just has to pay for the wood you gave him. You're saying yes. he pays you for the wood, and he keeps the cabin. No, you contracted with the
0: craftsman. yeah, you contract yeah. You contracted with the craftsman. You contracted to pay him $100. Mm-hmm. He brings you granite back instead of wood. That, that you you only owe for what you contracted.
1: You no, I'm is, do You owe anything? First of all, he did the wrong job, so first of all, we have to pay him anything. That's question number one. Question number two is, he's claiming, listen, I'll give you these cabinets, they're worth a lot more. So you're saying that... Question Or,
2: or does, does, does he have to reimburse for the cost of the wood and say, okay, go start over with somebody right. else? That? that would be the other option, right? Yeah. Wouldn't it be? Right.
1: So let's, so, so let's see what the mission says. The mission says... The right, mm-hmm. The mission says, if wood was given to the doctor, to die red, he died of black instead, or dye black, he died of red instead. The right. mayor says... So there's two opinions, of course. The mayor says, if the owner of the wool does not want to pay the agreed upon price, he, the dyer, pays the owner for the value of his wool before it was dyed. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what he's saying. He, yeah. he just has to pay him for the price of the wood. Gave me wood to make a cabinet. I'm giving you, okay, I didn't, you don't like my job? You don't want to pay me for the job I did? Here's the money back for the wood. But he gets to keep the cabinets. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, yeah. mayor is of the opinion that this is similar to the situation of a thief Thereby, takes possession at the time of the change of the item. So it's, it's a complicated thing we're not going to get into. It. Basically it's saying whenever you, when you steal something, if you make any changes in the item you stole, the thief now owns it. He reimburses. He has to reimburse the person the money, not the item. Meaning once I changed the item, so now I own the item. So here too, this guy was negligent in his job. So he owns the cabinets. So the value goes to him. Mm-hmm. Rebihuda argues, he says, the increase in value is greater than the outlay. The owner pays the dyer his outlay um, so meaning so he says depends he says we can't reward the, this guy who was negligent this contractor did a bad job basically you're rewarding if you're going to say he pays the guy for the wood but now he gets to keep the, the better value of the, pro- the product which is more value so he's being in a certain sense he's being rewarded for his bad job so Behuda says we can't do that therefore says Behuda you go with um, whatever's less of value he pays to the owner, meaning, so let's say, um, the fact, now that it's red dyed wool in this case, it's worth $150. And now he has to pay $150 to the owner. Okay, he gets to keep the wool, but he has to pay the wool with its increased value to the person who gave the wool. Because why should, why should they lose out? And why should we reward the contractor? That's basically what it's saying, the guy did a bad job, He's, he walks away, free.
3: Yeah, but it's still his. It's still his wool. I mean, whatever it is. I mean, yeah. why reimburse
2: more than what you paid for? It? Yeah, so he has no, to no. He'll keep
1: right. the wool. But this person doesn't want it. But he has to pay no. for the wool no. plus p- increased no. value. The
2: increased No, that no, 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 doesn't, doesn't the seem right. right. it yeah. doesn't seem so the the right. right.
1: What? Yeah.
4: Someone brings you something, you go, you know, I know I'll throw them a hundred dollars, so I'm going to get a hundred and fifty out of it because I'm going to make it a little bit better. Yeah, right. Yeah, so now you have to pay sense. me more money. It's not right. And I get to
2: benefit by the no, mistake no, I made. No, 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 no I don't the, opposite. Right. the opposite. No. This is the point there,
1: you're not understanding so the The mission is saying the opposite. The, the dyer has to pay the customer the hundred mm-hmm. and fifty dollars. And he gets to keep doing it.
2: That doesn't make sense
1: and he gets to keep the wool of course he gets this. the person doesn't want the wool so you came in you asked me to do a job now you gave me your wool in this case or your wood to build me a cabinet well I didn't do the job right so who gets the value the added value that's the question does should the added value go to the customer or the added value go to the to the, to the car- carpenter
4: well the carpenter if you made a mistake you should just keep it and you be paid for
1: it. no he's not paid for it. he's me. not paid for it at all he has to pay the customer. That's what we're saying. For the no, Not for just for the commission. increased value. For the increased value the also. That the person you messed up my cabinet. It? It's my wood. Okay, I went to Home Depot. I hired a guy. I went to Home Depot. I bought the wood. Oh, okay. Now he goes oh. ahead and builds the wrong cabinet for me. So the question is. What we're saying is, Rabbi is saying. The first opinion, of Mary says, just to pay him for the wood. Mm-hmm. That that's means he's gaining. Me, the carpenter, I now have a beautiful cabinet. I can sell on eBay or to my next client, right. And, right. L- exactly. and I'm making a lot of money, right? Based on what I did, right? I'm making the profit. Right. I'm making the increased value. Rabbi is arguing. He says, and we rule like Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi saying, no, you don't get to keep the value you added. The, car- the value belongs to the customer. If you made a cabinet out of his wood. So now it's worth $150 instead of $100. You have to pay him, $100. You want to keep the cabinet now? You because the customer doesn't want the cabinet. No. You have to pay the customer $150. It's your
3: labor, though. It's not his labor. Mm-hmm. He's paying the cabinets. Why are you paying him? Why you well, pay well,
1: because you're going to keep it's, your it. labor. You, you messed up. You were no. negligent. You were no. a no. You messed up. Right. Don't come out yeah. the no. Job, no. You don't
2: want to lose. Right. Come out or maybe there, maybe there should be a compromise where the the guy who made the error, the craftsman who made the error, should pay for the cost of the materials plus a little for the trouble. For the, right. guy, the fact right. that the guy had to wait right. for a product that he can't use. Right. But not, not the whole value because he can no. turn around why? You order messed business, up. This, yeah. I don't why should I... I, I
4: <laughs> right. yeah. and, oh, let's take a it's <laughs> Okay? Just gold. And I made a mistake, and I make the new ring, and the, the part of it in platinum, which is worth twice as much. And I give it to them. Okay? I can't go and say, well, now you have to pay me for platinum.
1: Oh, of course. So we agree. That we all agree.
4: But I shouldn't have to pay them for the ring, the value of the ring. But, okay,
1: no, well, but he, now what they're the ring, saying is you, I, the customer tells you now, I don't want back my ring. Okay, I want to be paid for the ring. So you're okay? paying what the fair market value is. No. no exactly. No. He's saying no. Not. no market not, he the ring the ring. The the market that. Fair market value is now the platinum. Fair market value is now platinum.
3: The a couple brings in a platinum ring. I want you to make a new ring. The platinum ring's worth $100. Because you put your time in it. this ring, Platinum, you made it worth two hundred, mm-hmm. and they come in and say they don't want it. Mm-hmm. What are you paying back? What are you going
4: to pay back? Two hundred or a hundred? Pay back a hundred?
1: Right. You're going to pay them. that's that's opinion number one. That's the mayor's opinion. opinion. Exactly. Yeah, that, that's that's the you right? Right? That's where mayor's opinion. you can't. That's not your situation, right? That's the mayor's opinion. you says no. That means you're gaining because you now have a platinum ring. You messed up. You screwed up. You, you messed up, right? Now you're getting one second. And you now can sell this platinum ring for $200. But okay. Because if you're a mess up. It doesn't
2: matter. Take it it take doesn't it matter. Huh? Four. They have the same opportunity to take that. Okay, you're right. So right. But why, you're right. But the, the point value. is,
1: it's my ring, and you're gaining value they off my they ring. Didn't for
0: that they didn't They didn't want that opportunity. They, they wanted what they
1: wanted. Right. So it's meaning, why should you gain profit? You're gaining off my ring. Well, it's my ring. You increase the value of my ring so that profit belongs to me. Just but so I, I didn't find
3: did it. So what?
1: I, I didn't ask you to do that. You, you did. <laughs> you messed you just up. Don't like it. No, I don't like it. I didn't order platinum. I ordered gold. Oh. He messed up. His negligence, he made it platinum, right? What if he just so, gave so platinum, on my ring, so you increased the value of my item I, okay, because so of your negligence. So, who does that belong to, him or me? That's the so question. So,
3: wouldn't the wool dyer simply give you your white wool back if he could make? It's not, not white anymore. He, he
2: has to reimburse. Okay, it's so not white. Well, nice I mean, it's not white.
1: If you get it back, white, you're right. But, like but so it's the not. The
3: whole thing with he doesn't want it, so the ringmaker would give him back the platinum. They would only give him back the amount that they gave. him. I understand that yeah. yeah. that's what Okay, convenient. so
1: says Rebuta, that's not fair. Why should he gain for, because of his negligence?
3: And why should that's the he question. gain because of his negligence?
1: Listen, it's Myrene, you, you messed up. You talked to me to change, it. and I changed it because, because we,
0: so we entered into a business arrangement. We work? You need to enter into a friend
1: arrangement. Right. So I'm gonna give you back
2: I'm gonna give you back the hundred bucks. Here's your hundred bucks. I say split the difference. Okay, give well, a little that, extra. That's, that's what should one. happen, that's the, the guy you government.
1: hire a contractor to your house, comes that to your should, kitchen that should be what and he, had and had he makes more he does more than you ask. So clearly he can't demand payment from you. The question is that who does that extra value that he added to your house belong to? Him or you? That's really the question. It's the Same thing with the ring. Just because he's not doing it on your in your kitchen, he's doing it on a ring. We're What's the difference? He increases the value of your item that belongs to you. So who does that increased value belong to? That's the question. To the owner or to the craftsman? Okay. Yeah, so it's I think it's a valid debate. That's different.
3: You change the story you're changing the story, I mean, story? That, it's the same story I mean, no it's not I mean it's not a particular item that you're talking about it. I mean when you're talking about a house it's, <laughs> it's a I mean, cabinet. the it's a it's a cabinets it, and
1: the, and wall, it's the cabinets are right. in the wall the cabinets are in the right, right. I mean, it
4: gives you more no it gives you if you, you doing more but it, it, this is a of just giving and returning you don't you're not if you, if you don't want
3: the ring take back what you, take back what, you what you gave
1: him yeah, mm-hmm. I do want my ring you messed it up
4: it's no longer no right what I. that's, that's right. true. I
1: do want my ring you were negligent you don't know how to follow instructions. Learn learn. You give
2: back the, not the guy of the new ring. Anyway, so it it, yeah, it well, let me ask you a I think we should questions. put the difference on it. Let them. me ask you a question. But the <laughs> that's guy what I
4: think. who got the ring the worth more value can go and sell it.
1: Yes. Right. But he's
2: still gonna have to
4: get his ring so he might so he still has to pay a hundred. No,
1: right? that's for sure. Everyone agrees it's bad. That's, right. right. that's right. Question yeah. is who who does the increase pull into So what he's saying is pay, what reviewed is saying, what we understand it is Depends which is more. Meaning, you look at um, the increase in value is greater than the amount he paid out. So, meaning, let's say the ring was worth. I don't know. Give me an example. So, the ring was worth uh, five hundred dollars. Okay, cheap ring. Um, and then, uh, and the outlay was worth the amount he put in platinum, double the price of the ring. It's now worth, you know, eleven hundred. So he's saying this. He has to pay. He only has to pay one or the other. Meaning, the question is. We understand Rehuda, so I'm, yeah, I understand you now he's changing The a little. The saying is, the, if the increase in value is worth more, then he pays the increase in value. If the what he laid out, meaning to fix it, the material was worth more, then he'd pay that. Depending whichever was worth <laughs> more, that's what he'd be obligated to pay. Just
3: because I gave him $100 worth of platinum, he made it into a $200
4: ring, he shouldn't be able to benefit that $100 because it's my
1: platinum image. Right.
3: If
4: I made a mistake. Yes. i can going to charge him $100, I redid the ring, but I made it, as was $200, I still, I can only charge him $100. I told him where he was going to charge, it's no mistake. Yeah. So I have to do that mistake. Right? No, well we're stop.
1: not talking about charging, again, there's no charging. The question is what you have to pay. You're keeping the ring. You're talking about what you have to pay the customer. That's the question. We're not talking about what, uh, you can't charge him, you messed up. Right. The question is, again, who gets the, inc- the increased value? Who
3: gets value? the profits you're
1: asking. Right. That's really the question. So we're saying it depends what's more. If if the if the increase in value is greater than the outlay, that means how much your overhead was, the owner pays the die or his outlay. Whereas if the outlay exceeded the increase, then he pays only the increase. So actually he gets the lower. You have to pay the lower yeah. man, which is still. Okay, so now getting back to the cleaners case. Dry cleaners. So so we have three options here. Meaning either, in this case of the dry cleaners, either dry cleaner. the case here again was that the, the gown is now the dry cleaner is saying and uh, you need to take it to third party another woman to, testif- to testify to the fact he's saying it's, it's a wearable gown it's actually better than it was before before it was unwearable because of the stains now it's a different color but it's wearable so, there, so she's claiming no you ruined my gown I don't like pink and I like blue now it's pink so she's, she's saying she should pay for all the damages because it's ruined right? option number two is the cleaner as we're saying did the best possible job under the circumstances and he made this unusable gown usable. So he's saying, "I want my, I want, I want her to pay me in full." Okay, it's a better. It's better now. It's worth a lot more than it was before. Before it was unusable. Okay, um, number three is would be this case here, meaning he exceeded what he was authorized to do. She told him she wants him getting out the stains. She didn't tell him she wants change. She wants him to change the colors. Okay, and therefore he would only be entitled to the increase in value. I Meaning he can charge her the increase in value, as we're saying, according to Abudah. So, <laughs> you don't like any of that. Well, Which it's choice? for sure worth more because it was unusable. And, and he wants you can't to wear a gown with stains. No, so no, not more. You can he you can so more. The more? increase in value.
2: Charge her for the increase in value. Wrong. Wrong. No. Way. Wrong. no. 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 <laughs> I wouldn't pay. Well, I'm
1: she's saying there's no increase in value. I'm not going to yeah. wear. It. Mm-hmm.
2: Right. You got it. You
1: don't
2: I mean, <laughs> she may or may not like the product as it came back, but why should she have to pay for the, for the increase in value? Absolutely. She didn't much. get the product. She didn't get the product the way she much. wanted it. It's there
1: better. There is for her. There's no increase. It. There is an increase. Now so it's a wearable gown. You could sell on eBay before the one.
2: Well, that haven't though. Not not to her. See, I don't think so. No.
1: So so. I think I was assuming it would fit in, meaning it's for sure not case number one of the Mishnah because that's, I mean, she's claiming it is. She's claiming it's number one where the guy was negligent and he ruined the gap. So right, then he would have to pay damages. Yeah, um, I'm saying, according to the dry cleaner, it's case number two, maybe, okay, where, uh, where he would, depending on, we're saying which is more value, the outlay or the sheikh, he can charge her for that. He's saying an increase in value. He can charge it for the increase in value. So, so we'll he, can, he can't
3: charge value. her for the cleaning, but he can only can't charge her for
1: the, the job, right? Either one or the other, job. whichever is less. You're saying that's what he can do. That's what Rabbi okay. Huda. Which, by the way, the Shacharav rules like Rabbi Huda. The second opinion. But that could be true. I mean, the value. So okay, thing, fine. Charge her for less.
3: Fine. I'm, I'm Charge for thing. the value of the cleaning, not the value
1: of the gallon, which will be less anyway. Right. No. He, right. So he's charging her either for the right. increase in value, which whatever it is, but the. In this case, you could make the argument the increase in value was from zero to, to whatever the gown's worth. Because the, the gown wasn't un, unwearable before. Oh, sure. And everyone agrees. She also agrees. Everyone agrees with that's the why, stains in it, she couldn't have worn it. more than cleaning bill. You say it that way. What? A gown that's in better shape now than it was before is worth
3: more than a cleaning bill. Theoretically. Uh. Right so okay. the cleaning bill would always Don't the the use, and I don't know what the used market is, is. A third of new.
1: It's true. Um, I, I was reading. I was looking for some good jokes You're on dry cleaning. Now
4: cold. that it's a different color, can you claim that the government, government says it's a so it
2: tax lies? Right? I'm you can use it there really quick. You you the says? That's, that's,
1: tax. That's, that's tax. As they say, I was looking this morning. I was googling jokes for dry cleaning. I Couldn't find any good, at least clean ones. I couldn't find any clean ones. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a lot of not lots of clean ones. But uh, so one of the one of the things was they say was saying, if you, it's actually cheaper, if you need something dry cleaned to donate it to Goodwill, because they dry it. And then the next day you come and buy it back from them for <laughs> <laughs> two bucks. It's cheaper than the dry cleaning oh, these days. <laughs> that's what uh, one of the things I that's right. That's even cheaper. No, you can not return the stains. The point stains Goodwill them. will dry clean your garment before they sell it. They dry
3: they clean it, it and, you and they,
1: so it's cheaper that way than than actually paying for dry. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> so. <laughs> what did you <laughs> That's what I read. <laughs> <way. about>. I'm I'm good a goodwill.
3: Come on, Scotty. The well, no, I'm sorry. You know, my winter to was six bucks to clean. Winter, my winter uh-huh. coat. Look yeah. at you. You six have a bus. winter coat.
0: That just I shows did. Me I me.
1: Bought it at Costco. Okay. So 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 getting back. So that's the the cleaner's case again. If there's if again if there's fine print on the ticket. So assuming that's legal. So then they're, they're saying they have no liability, so we're not talking about that case. Again, this is all the case where there's no um, liability. Of course, as a rabbi, the best thing to do in this case is try to compromise, get the parties to compromise, mm-hmm. where, um, you know, I don't know how, what the compromise would be in this case. But, uh, but let's say she'd pay just for his effort or whatever it is. He'll say he'll sell it to someone else. he will sell it and then give her the payer What's for those profits. Yeah. Yeah. But the law includes...
3: We like that the dry cleaner is due some a payment, whichever is less. Yes, cost to the, the dry yeah. or
1: Yes. Again, because he didn't tell it before. Of course, if he mentioned it before, or if it says on the ticket that I, mm-hmm. the color might change. Oh. No? Okay. By the way, my cleaners will do that. Once you bring in stuff with stains, they'll tell you they and get after you. But there's a chance. Yeah. Okay. okay so there's right. colors
3: in town that you throw your bag, you don't actually get a ticket. But, if you were to go in, you would get a ticket. Does the ticket hold because you're in that You have contract? to speak to
1: yeah. an attorney. I, I'm assuming, I don't know how that works. I'm thinking it would. The
3: you're getting no. up, up, up for convenience,
4: not going inside. You're inside, you get regardless. You're saying, okay, here this. Right. Go for it. That's right. right. You'd you, you okay. be, you, you be covered out of customary
0: practices. So, there we go. all know even if you don't get a ticket for your car, you know that, that there's an assumed risk. Mm-hmm.
4: Okay, so you know so that you're got to drive, you're not okay, if you go got a dry cleaner, you know if you are in a drive If you going to dry cleaner, you drop the bag off, mm-hmm. and you are going to pick your stuff up, and you never take it, and you go, my blue shirt's missing. We never had a blue shirt.
1: Yeah, none of that happened. Huh? <laughs>
4: No, was I'm telling yeah. you, I put it in the bag. When we
1: took, when we opened the bag, the, the shirt wasn't yeah. there. There's a Seinfeld, uh, you know, you know the Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't download. It. I tried it this morning. Where he sees his dry cleaner at the movies wearing his jacket. <laughs> <laughs>
3: went to the
2: department store. Really. No, no, it was no, the dry was
1: cleaner. And he, and yeah, he saw goes, it the movies. And, and then when he gets back to Jack the dry cleaner, the ticket for the movies in the packet. Yeah, okay. yeah, the dry yeah when he goes to get it, the ticket, mm. Yeah, right, exactly. I remember that so one. I, I tried to
3: show it, so but I couldn't. What happens
1: then? I guess it's how good customers are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: Okay, so. Uh, or have so I made mean, a
1: Okay, so getting back... So now, by the way, so the Shoch discusses two things. Getting back to the case... Um, of... the other... Case number two, the jewelry case. Okay, so this is, again, a salesman. The question is here on the liability of a salesman, where a salesman is selling stuff on commission um, for your company, and, and he's held up, or he's in his hotel room, the robbery and the stuff is stolen. It's assuming you don't have insurance for him. It's not covered, so can... He be charged for the stuff that was done. That was the question of liability of a salesman. Is he liable or not? So, so the so the Aruch, just like it says by the drive to the case of a craftsman, Shulchan says it fits into category B of a shomer sacher. That means he's, a, he's as a paid guardian. So, to a salesman, says the the Aruch, because Jewish law says he's like a, he's like a pay, he's category B. He's a paid guardian, even though he's not getting paid. He's totally working on commission. Yeah. So says the Shogunarch, a craftsman is a Shomer Sacher on any materials, items to be fixed. The positive number two is a salesman is also a Shomer Sacher. The reason is, if you turn to the back here, they explain the reason is because the opportunity for earning money, so even though technically he's not getting paid as a salesman, he's working solely on commission, the opportunity for earning money that the client presents himself, that the client presents him, is itself worth money. I mean, that's a monetary value. The fact that he's able to sell this stuff, and you're giving him these goods on commission jewelry, that's considered monetary value, and therefore, it's as if he's getting paid to, to, to watch the goods. And in exchange for this, he accepts upon himself the extra liability of Hashem regarding the items deposited with him. Okay, So therefore, if this is stolen, as we see in Category B, he's responsible. So if the object gets stolen, even if it's not because of his faults, if he's negligent, let's say he left it, he, went into, he left his car open or he left it in his car on the seat, on the front seat, open, and everyone saw it, and the window was broken, that's negligence, that's not even a question. Even the Shomachinim, even the unpaid guardian, would be responsible. We're saying in this case, since he's working on commission, it's as if he's getting paid, and therefore even there's no negligence involved. He did whatever he had to do. He put it in, he put it in the safe, locked it in the safe, and there was a robbery. He was in his hotel room, he put it in the safe, and then left at night in the safe. So technically he did, there was no negligence on his part. He's still responsible according to because he's considered a paid guardian. Okay.
3: It would be like you taking a, a watch and bringing it into a watch repair shop and the repair shop gets stolen and your watch is stolen.
1: That's right. Still, that so in that case also he's responsible. He's responsible. Repair the shop is responsible, straight. exactly. That's what we're saying. Because because sh- we said the Shokhanov says explicitly a craftsman, a That's right. I mean. A craftsman. So if your stuff is stolen from the cleaners, He's responsible. Right. And now, if it was an onus, it's called it was an act of God, even if it doesn't say it on the ticket. So meaning, let's say there was a flood. Your, your cleaners is on the bayou. There's a flood on Brazewood and, and it's flooded out. So then he's not responsible because that's called, that's not, that's not even, God, that's yeah. not stolen. That's not because it's an act of God. There's nothing he could have done to prevent it. Stealing, there is, meaning because the, the way it works with stealing is why is he responsible for if it's a stolen item, if he's being paid, because even though he did what he had to do, the point is, if he would have been sitting there next to it, guarding it himself, probably wouldn't have been stolen. okay So, so the fact that he could have done something to prevent <coughs> the theft, even though he did what's normal, he's still responsible. But again, if it's a flood, so that there's really nothing he could have done to prevent it maybe he keeps everything in the cleaners uh, Okay, so Up on uh, the high I'm
3: f- just using a little more modern times. Today, if this would happen and somebody were selling watches, I would think most of the time the owner would have insurance on the watches. Mm-hmm. I mean, so.
1: So, so again, so just because you have insurance, we spoke about this in other, in other applications, just because someone has insurance doesn't negate the fact that he's still alive. Unless he, com- bought insur- he bought the insurance. If he bought the
3: insurance. company has insurance and the watches are stolen so and the company get paid back, it's easier. Yeah, no.
1: So I'm saying in that case where he's where okay. it's actually working uh, for uh, the company. The
0: insurance company. company could well say, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, insurance, but we don't have responsibility if Absolutely. the whole affair holder of watches was negligent or this and handling oh.
3: the watches. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. But I mean, you know, you're talking mm-hmm. putting in the safe, doing doing the things. I, I
0: mean, if somebody just because there is insurance doesn't
3: mean you get coverage. Right, but but, he, you, but then it, what I'm saying is... You
0: you're talking about the customer having insurance? No, no, no. No, no so the salesman. The owner
3: the salesman. that gave you the, the watch. The salesman. The salesman. Who's out on the road trying to sell insurance. the stuff. Yeah, Yeah. well, that would be... Not, yeah, Then that, that money has to go back to the person No, but I mean, he's... Right, as long as they have insurance and the money's put back to the company, he's not going to be liable, right. I mean, that what I'm about
0: your question on the shirts, that when you drop it and right. it, the the risk has to be on the customer. Right. On right. the customer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Because otherwise, there be, in the balancing of, of who should bear the risk, if it wasn't on the customer, then customers would always be free to say, you know, I had shirts and suits mm-hmm. and whatever. Um, and so yeah, unless the only way it would shift that risk would be if you could demonstrate that there was negligence, mm-hmm. that the way the, the hand, they handled it was in a negligent manner and they didn't account for it properly. But otherwise, the, the risk is on you, because you've taken the way uh, for your convenience if you haven't gone in right. and secured a secure receipt.
4: Exactly. Yeah, but still, you know, you you um, over so there, you bring you eleven. That really you, you get a well. ticket that says you have eleven items, right? And the guy
3: brings you the stuff. You are gonna sit there and count how many items that you think he gave you? Yeah,
2: you're I would.
0: Probably not. I, I would. <laughs> that's a decision you're yeah, making. That's right. Yeah, that's I a, would. You bring it yeah. yeah. home and You say there's only ten.
4: Yeah. They're gonna say you know why you, don't you you don't you
0: get, get you get the food out of your out of the fast food drive thru right. and you're short on French fries. Mm-hmm. You,
1: know, the, the, you look you right there. there, and there. And there. Yes. You're making. Yes. It That's on. right.
2: You have to, to do that. Yes. I never look right
1: there. But yeah, but getting, you've you got I You mean you can't come back change. and ask for try? Yeah. No. You
2: can, but the company. It's going to say no. Company. Yeah.
1: Technically, they don't have to do it. You
2: know, may or may not honor. They have right. cameras it's the same thing if you go to get cash through the drive-through window at your bank. If you don't, they tell you, if you count your money right there, if you drive yeah, two miles away and realize that you didn't get the right amount of money, yeah, and you go so back, you they say, well, away, you, you step
0: know. Away, yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah. you step away from the window, right. and then you yeah. go to the desk and you start, and then you turn around and say, well, it's $1.95 short. Uh, then everybody's going to be $1.95. That's right.
2: I mean, how can so, they, so they believe
0: you? you? So bear the risk yeah. in that right. kind So getting back to just the
1: jewelry case, I want to hear your perspective. Question is, there, the Gemara seems there's an argument, it seems, whether, let's say he did, is he only responsible for what's normally done, or does he have to go above and beyond? I Meaning, it's normally to put it in a safe. Now, these thieves came in and cut through a safe. And right? so he did his responsibility. He put it in the safe. It was locked up. Do, is he still liable? Even if, you know, he, he did what's normal. I Meaning, again, if he didn't put it in the safe, he went to sleep in his hotel someone busted in and, and it wasn't put in the safe, normally you put jewelry in a safe. When you you so, know. Yeah, no. Pretty <laughs> crazy. I'll do I, I oh, My insurance
4: works as yeah. long as it's in the room with me on my body. Yeah, but paying. let's say
1: you left the room. If
4: I, if I let's say you went
1: down for drinks and you left it drinks, in the room.
4: If I get drinks and it gets off from the room, my insurance will not
1: pay. Right. Okay. And so meaning liable. It's exactly, they're only they'll only pay for what's n- you have to do what's normally done. Right. So normally it should be put in the safe. If you're in the room with you, then you don't have to put it in the safe. Correct. So now the question is, what about this this guy? The the watchman, meaning let's say I'm paying someone. So it seems to be, so it says if hey, I'm paying the guy, he has, he's accepting extra liabilities.
4: Let's use real life. I have people come to my office all day long who want to take things to go and try to, people that are, they want to go and sell. That are okay. other independent, they have their own business, they come to me and they want to take a few things, to go show somebody, or.
1: Um, and they get a commission as well. Huh? Or they'll pay you full.
4: They just pay me for whatever I charge. Do they pay they before, they before they take it? No.
1: They pay it only to sell. They
4: take it on what we call memorandum, consignment. If they sell it, they take so it. So let's they say they entertain.
1: walk out your door and they get robbed.
4: Walk well, out the door and they get robbed. Really they are liable. Mm-hmm. They're responsible. Yeah. And it has happened. <laughs> yeah sure. Sure. <laughs> but Let's say aren't they... But those are people that are... in.
3: Technically employees because they're commissioned, but yeah, employees. Right. We're talking. about we something that's, somebody that's in your employees, employees. You say, "I work for you," and you say, "Scott, here, here's three watches. Go sell them." Right. And I go sell one, and then I have two, and I get the hotel room, and I have those two watches. Right. And then what happens? Who's responsible if I put if if, I'm, if I really if I put them in the safe and they're with me, and somebody comes in and knocks me out and takes the safe?
4: Haven't I done everything I was supposed to not be do? responsible. The insurance will take care of.
1: Right, that's if there's insurance. There's different. no insurance.
4: What if there's no there's insurance? No insurance. Then what happens? Well, um, it all depends on the agreement between. Most salesmen will not take, if I have a, an employee who's a salesman, they're not going to walk out of my office unless they know their insurance. They're they're not saying, not
1: but those guys, not, those guys, what about Those guys <laughs> who are picking up stuff. The problem up, so. is, yes. with
4: me, is there's a number of people that get out of my office and I don't know if they have insurance or not. That's right. And God forbid, and which has is, which is happened to us. Someone did leave and they got robbed and they didn't have insurance. What happened? We ended up having to be responsible and go to court, court and sue? Right. I mean,
1: mm-hmm. It was not, it's not nice. <laughs> well, so so the point... The category too bad. <laughs> <laughs> so do you sign an agreement when someone comes to pick up Julie? Let's say you're not an employee. When people come you in, in our with
4: employees, you? they sign an agreement. They realize their responsibilities when
1: they sign when they want. So they sign an agreement report. saying explicitly yes. they're allowed. Yes. Yeah. Right, so then there's no question. What yes. we're talking about, let's say they didn't. So
3: there's a saying here that, that this guy's an employee. You
1: don't know. Right. No, no so that's know. the point. So, but what? what's interesting is there seems to be an argument in the case where he did what he was supposed to do, meaning right. he put and it he into put a safe and, and safe. then it was stole. Yeah. So, in the case where it's a paid watchman, so then that's clear that Thomas is alive. Right. Question would be we're saying that, let's say, someone working on commission falls into this category of paid watchman. But but Shemsa or others say that he still he doesn't have that extra liability. It's only if he's actually paid up front. So then the guy can claim listen, I'm paying you to watch. I don't care how you watch. You have to put extra even more than normally people would be responsible since that's your job. I'm paying you as a as a let's say as a uh, as a watchman. But if a guy's just on consignment, meaning mean he's just getting commission. So even though we're saying that puts him in category B of the Shemsa, it's only what he's only responsible for what normally would be done. Like put him in safe. Let's say you put in the safe and now people drill, you know, cut open the safe. So then he wouldn't be liable, according to one opinion. So that's that's already questionable. Meaning what is the liability? Is it only up to what's the norm? As you're saying an insurance company uses those guidelines? Or is it above and beyond that? Is he liable In mean, the norm. The norm. What, what, no, but I'm saying that? let's say in your case, where you're giving it to this guy who's going taking it to his place. And now is he, he an did what he's is he supposed not? to do. Is he, he brought it to his he brought it. No, not an employee. Okay. So he brought it to his office, and he put it in the safe in his office now. And now he, there was. Now someone breaks into his office at night and pours a hole in the safe. The alarm went off, the police oh, no. came, they, they weren't there on He's time. Responsible He's now. still alive.
4: Right. No matter what he did, right. I do not hear if He had 16 armed right. guards around right. Right. It's me. not your right. problem. It's not my problem. No. It's his problem. Now, there are, which we do have... We have an extra insurance policy that if someone does walk out of our office, gets robbed, and they don't have insurance, our insurance will we'll pay come. us. But then they will go after our insurance company. Will go after who? We'll someone. get Yes, they will. Mm-hmm. But we will still so, get paid.
0: So the analogy to that would be somebody goes to test drive a vehicle and they drive the vehicle and they don't have insurance. The dealership is going to have insurance. So yes. That's the analogy. Mm-hmm.
1: To that. All right. So that's an interesting case um, because. But that's you. I don't think that would fit into Shomer Sach. I mean, you wouldn't be. You're not. There's no monetary benefit that you're getting from taking that car. You're not meaning. So therefore, you're not liable. You're not liable At least I don't know what the law is. What is what happens? I was wonder if there's people smash up cars on a test drive.
4: <laughs> I mean. the <laughs> this guy never happened
1: to you. Not liable. Right. Uh, again, I'm sure they have insurance. They? Well, you, have, you,
3: have, yeah. you have to yeah. show them a driver's license and you have to show them your insurance. Okay, so maybe they... To to test test
1: I've really? shown,
4: yeah. I've never shown insurance
1: yeah. Yeah. depends where that's I if you're buying Scotty Scotty been, if you're buying the Chevy you have shown, to show insurance I'll tell you the difference if you go into a Chevy dealer you got to show insurance go into a BMW dealer <laughs> no, <that's> they <laughs> don't ask you for your insurance but
3: I'm wondering <laughs> if they maybe have a master policy then that, sure. that, that you know they like they, their, they 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 are, their, they their porters and things that drive under that become the they citizens
4: too I've asked like Arnie Tallister as a friend I've asked and, and it, he does have insurance. Yeah, you know, so for test draws. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yes. I'm
1: sure they have people who drive away with the cars too. once mm-hmm. a yeah, you take, I, <laughs> People take them home before they're approved,
3: and they drive them for two
1: days. No, some of these companies. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Has, okay. okay so the lesson is: don't uh, give your stuff to drive through. <laughs>
3: Wait, wait, so how so do you make him on. He's nervous. On the, on the, the on watch, watch guy. guy. Tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow. Do, do we give him leniency if he did put it in the safe and did what was normal? so that
1: that's the question. We'll be There's two opinions in that situation where he did whatever he's supposed to do. If he's paid literally, then then he's responsible no matter what, like you say. I don't care what happens. But if he's not being paid, just commission, See, so he's I only responsible that. up to, according to some opinions, what would be normally done. Protect that i We
4: come together. Thank, Thank you. you. You know, they had a horrible case here a number of years ago. Was
1: robbed.
4: he wasn't there. he did something really cool. But he did get robbed with a lot of money. Right there in the parking lot, killed
1: himself. Jewels or money? No, no, no. Huh? Jewels or money? Jewels. And, and he just killed himself. killed himself? Well, he was an employer, an employer. Uh, he was an independent. So he, didn't, so he didn't have insurance.
4: Um, he had insurance, but he ran into a restaurant to pick up. Some oh, so food, he wouldn't have been covered. Did not take the goods, and oh my he gosh. got back to the car. They had stolen the goods, and he sat right there. And he killed himself on the spot. Well, on the spot. Did he eat lunch so for half million dollars rather than Yeah. Here's. Sand.
1: Um. Ay, ay, ay.
3: You.
0: you have been listening to the MP3 project from the Jewish Ethic Institute. For a complete selection of our lectures, please visit our website at j-ethics.org. Shalom.